Good day, everyone, and welcome to My Wife's Dreams podcast with your hosts, Craig and Bailey. And here they are, your hosts, Craig and Bailey. Okay, welcome to the first ever episode of My Wife's Dreams. So, I'm your host, Craig, and my co-host is my lovely wife, Bailey. Hi. And the reason why I started this podcast is after about, well, we're about six years into our relationship, about a couple months into our marriage, our delightful marriage, I realized that my wife's dreams have constantly been a source of entertainment. Um, she she can't wait to get up in the morning and, and, and look over at me and say, I just had this crazy dream. And it's always hilarious. There's always uh, just crazy, like people and celebrities and random sightings that you would never, that, that usually come with dreams, usually. There's usually odd things, but I, it, my dreams are so boring or I, I don't remember them. Hers are so vivid and so detailed that I, I thought, oh, God, I got to get this recorded. I got to. I got to put this down. I need to share this with the world. And, and Bailey has been so gracious and love, loving to want to share them as well. So, Bailey, have you, have you always been a big dreamer? Yes. I'd say, like, when I have dreams, they're usually very, very, usually long. But I also remember everything in them. I understand this because you've you've never... You've, I've never met anyone that's quite had dreams that they'll go multi-segments <laughs> yeah and, and and it'll be it'll be like you know phase one phase two and then this happened there's there's a there's a beginning there's a middle there's an end there's there's antecedent action <laughs> yeah it's like a whole movie going on every night <laughs> so basically this is going to be an intermittent podcast we'll we'll do episodes whenever we can whenever we we feel like it um bailey but we'll kick it off right away get right to the meat of it you had a dream recently would you like to explain how how what your dream was when it was like when was when was this dream uh this one was this week but we also thought it would be funny because i've never actually interpreted my dreams before Mm. um taking the time to actually try to look up symbolism to see if they mean anything uh, I don't really know if they do, but sometimes I think people can have dreams that are important or can like reflect what's going on in their lives. But I th- sure. we also thought that would be funny as we go through, I have a trusty dream dictionary as our reference guide. <laughs> ah, so we'll try and see how this goes. We're going old school. We got books instead of using the computer, so we'll see. So how does how did this dream from this week? How did it start off? This one started. I was at our local rink, which of course wouldn't be happening right now because of COVID. But I was in the change room and I was just getting off the ice. And apparently, I had gone skating by myself because that's cool. And I ran into a cousin of mine actually, and her son. And he was getting ready to go onto the ice to play hockey. And she's sitting there and she's tying up his skates while I'm taking my skates off. And I just kind of start making fun of this poor child that his mom has to do his up his skates for him. You're trolling him. 
yeah, making fun of this poor kid. And <laughs> there I am. And I said, oh, well, yeah, well, sometimes I can't even get my skates on, but he should be able to. <laughs> so wait, so, so how old is this? How old is the, your cousin? Your cousin's son? Oh, he's like eight. So he's eight. So yeah, you're just I'm roasting just this making eight-year-old. fun of him. And I thought, well, he should know by now because he skates more than I do. But like, that's <laughs> kind of rude. <laughs> but you're not like, you're not. I mean, we've been skating before. Were you, were you good at skating in the dream or were you, you're, you're a beginner still when we go out skating. I think it can... was, it was a realistic of how I skate now. And <laughs> I think that's, I think that's how I brought it up. I said, well, yeah, sometimes my husband does up my skates too, which is true. Usually you do have to do my skates up for me. Yeah. But you, but you're, so you're saying you're like, you're like, oh, I, my husband has to tie up my skates cause I suck. But I mean, what's your excuse, kid? <laughs> you're, so, you're supposed to be a good hockey player. What the hell? Yeah, that's exactly what was actually happening. Okay, so how? So you you make fun of this of your cousin, and 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 then how does it go from there? But the skating thing, I did look up. Oh. It says that either if you're skating on ice or roller skating, it means that good times are coming. <laughs> whatever, <laughs> <laughs> whatever uh, that means. That's usually the opposite of roller skating. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> I think of disco. I think, I think roller skating, I, I usually think of everybody's like, it's it's one of those things that's been like ridiculed now. It's like, oh, you rollerblade? What a loser. I guess. I don't know. I, I still think it's cool. But it, it says great. it's only, skating's only bad in the dream if you like fall through some ice. Oh. So that didn't well, happen. So we're good. Well, that would also be bad in real life too. <laughs> if yeah. If you fell see? through some ice. Very realistic. So, after I roasted her kid, we decided to go to the mall. And there was this huge, like, fountain in the middle of the mall. And it was around Christmas time because... And I know this because the mall had, like, Christmas vibes. And it was very, very busy. Again, this dream's not very COVID-friendly, but it was packed. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think COVID gu- guidelines would, would go in, into your dream. It could. But <laughs> not in this not in this particular one. Okay. But I did look up the big fountain and this fountain was flowing really well. So that's a big thing is that the f- fountain is flowing well. Uh that means like a sign of a good life. Like these are very gen- <laughs> So so far these are all pretty good symbolism coming through. As, op- as opposed to a fountain that doesn't flow well. It's kind of got Well, oh, yeah, one- you don't want a dry fountain or little trickles cuz that could be a sign. Some- <laughs> That could be signs of transitions. Oh, like a little clogged nozzle. Yeah. Why would a dry fountain be a symbol of a transition? It'd be, I don't know. It seems like it would just be stagnant. You'd think. But. But, but, <laughs> but the witchy people at the dic- in, the, in the Dream Dictionary say otherwise. With over one million copies sold. Whoa. So they your- know. They do know. So you're at you're at the mall, big fountain. It's kids, Christmas time. Christmas time. We're kind of my cousin and I are kind of like hanging around the fountain. I also at this point don't know where her child went, but um, <laughs> he's, he's gone. <laughs> he's gone. But all of a sudden, I see this. Do you know where he is? He's left you because you kept <laughs> probably because I roasted him. Roasted him about his skates. Well, yeah, probably. But this is where it gets a little weird. So all of a sudden, I see this child dressed in a rat costume (laughs) so (laughs) it is christmas but this it's like it's a realistic rat costume not like a ratatouille costume oh so (laughs) this is this is all the bells and whistles like a horror movie like i'm a rat (laughs) 
costume. What horror movie? Where's the villain dressed up as a rat? I don't know. I just feel like I think of horror movies have better special effects than like I don't want you to go to like Ratatouille Land. This like, like it's not Disney costume. Like this is like he looks like a rat and he's sitting on a bench. So <laughs> actually, maybe that's where her child went because this child also he was in the rat costume. Maybe, but this child like looked. I don't know. Same thing. Maybe around like eight or nine. But the rat started to glow. <laughs> it's a magic rat. It was. And <laughs> well, no, it just—it was kind of like a magical moment because you're, like, oh. you're standing near this nice fountain, and there's this kid dressed as a rat, and he starts glowing, and you're like, "What's about to happen?" <laughs> well, I'm, I'm yeah. getting away from the glowing rat child. No, it was like a good glow. But oh. I, I did look up rats. Rat costumes or just rats? Just rats. So I don't know if this counts, but it says rats can actually symbolize jealousy. So this, are you jealous or... or? I don't, I'm not jealous of the rat, but I was trying to think when I was jealous, <laughs> if I had this dream and I, I did think of those uh, MLAs that went on holidays and I like, I still kind of like salty about oh. that, but also like jealous. Cause I know everyone's really mad. I'm still mad, but I'm also like, God, that beach would be nice. <laughs> like, when they're talking about, they're like, this one went to Hawaii and this one went to Phoenix. I'm like, damn you. <laughs> you're, just, you're just putting on your rat costume at home. Yeah. So maybe that's the thing. I think I'm like, yeah, it was kind of. So it's the glowing rat. So like, it's this is a, this is a burning jealousy. Yeah. Hey, maybe. Oh. It would make sense, actually. Okay. Jealousy slash anger. So, but all these places they were listing were so nice. They're like, oh, and so and so went to the UK. I'm like, I would go to any of those places, <laughs> like right now. But that's okay. So did did this glowing rat did it like explode or? No, it didn't explode. It started. <laughs> that glowing rat signaled. All of a sudden, this Christmas music starts playing. And then all these like carol singers come out of the wings of the, like the stores in the mall. <laughs> and they're dressed like, um, do you remember going to like Christmas Carol at like the Citadel? <laughs> that's, what, that's exactly what it feels like. You know where they like come down the aisles and they're like, ah, yeah. Merry Christmas. So they all start kind of swarming around and my cousin and I are like, oh God, what's going on? Is this like a, is this like um, a production or like, is this some sort of a flash mob thing for Christmas? And then all of a sudden, like everybody surround the Christmas rat. Yeah. The Christmas rat and the fountain, but everyone like around us, but they're getting really hyped and they're like, don't you know that means Santa's coming? And I'm like, <laughs> holy, okay. Like, so I'm again assuming I'm like mall, like mall Santa's gonna show up. So all these carol singers are just getting hyped and they're like getting through the crowd and all this and they're getting hyped. <laughs> well, they're like excited. Everybody, get up, get up, Santa's here. Well, they do. They start doing these like wild dances around the fountain and it's getting like a little like feral. Like it's like <laughs> are they are they all pretending to be the rat? <laughs> no, like it's kind of more like. I feel like Wild Woman in the Forest vibes. Like, this isn't, like, Christmas anymore. Oh. Like, they've gone full, like... Satanic pagan witch fest. Yeah, so, like, I joined in, but then... <laughs> <laughs> Naturally. 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 Well, because they're getting people stoked that Santa's coming. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, well, fuck. You know, if I was in a mall 
and uh, there was a child in a very realistic rat costume that began to glow, and then people just started coming <laughs> out of excited. people started coming out of the sport check, and and we're just like just like oh sing the silver bells, and 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 then, <laughs> I wouldn't be like I'm gonna get in on this. I it's time for me to dance the dance of life. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know what it was. I think it's just like an opportunity to dance in public. Did what is so? What is what is your dream? What did the dream dictionary tell you about joining in with the dancing? Well, I didn't look up that one, but I did look up like because it felt like so Christmassy because there was Christmas music and Christmas decorations, all this Christmas stuff going on. And Christmas is clearly over. Like it's been a month, Bailey. But um, it said if you're yeah, dream if, yeah, God get with the calendar. If you're dreaming out of season of Christmas, that means that there's happy family and social times ahead. Interesting. And then given the times that we're in, that could be a very nice thought. You'd think. <laughs> <laughs> but like... Does this take a dark turn? Or? Well, no. Like, I'm just saying, like, we can think that I guess those times are ahead, but not anytime soon. I don't know. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. But so, yeah, the wild dancing was going on. My cousin's kind of standing there and it's getting like... Like, is Santa coming or, like, what's going on? Because <laughs> I can only do these feral dances well, yeah, for so long. It was just, like, a lot. And then you kind of start, like, then everyone's getting a little rowdy and starting to, like, get into the fountain. <laughs> oh. Was this, was this getting a little R-rated? Like, R-rated? No, like, no. It was just, <laughs> you're getting, like, a little too excited. Okay. And then um, all of a sudden this guy with a megaphone comes out and starts yelling at everybody. He's like, this is not what I pictured. Okay. Just watch me. It's so simple, you sissy Marys. Ah, <laughs> cut. Pretty much. So he starts yelling at the dancers. <laughs> Wrong. All these people. And he's like, Santa's not coming if this is what you got kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, come on, man. I was giving you my best, like, witch woman in the forest. And this I, is what I, I get. I, I just joined in this group. I was not here originally. I've been giving yeah. you my best effort. Okay, you describe the feeling. That's actually how I felt in my dream. Like, I was so upset because I'm like, here, here I am. I'm trying. And, like, this was kind of sprung on me. And obviously, this was just, like, a flash mob thing. And, like, why are you yelling at, like, the public? And then all your, like... Obviously, he's the director. I don't know what's going on at this point. So, I was mad. I'm like, don't yell at me. I'm in the mall. I just... There's a lot going on, so I left. Did he have, like, the typical director outfit, like the Cecil B. DeMille, like the high yes. boots and the... And he had an assistant, too. Oh, like, like Todd? Yeah. <laughs> assistant named Todd, just, like, getting the latte? Yeah, with the clipboard and everything. I'm just like, you're a lot. And I was so mad. <laughs> I was so mad, so I left. I, and I wanted to see, like... Like with this type of production, like what Santa, like what kind of Santa were they gonna bring out? Like I thought, I'm like, there's gonna be a parade. Like I want the Tom Hanks CGI Santa to come out now. Yeah, Ugh, I don't know if Tom Hanks is my favorite Santa. Who's your favorite Santa in in movies? Tim Allen. Uh? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that everyone's favorite Santa? <laughs> I mean, he was in those Santa Claus movies. It's a very valid answer. I don't know why I Who else so much. plays Santa? That's I know I'm thinking now. I'm like, I shouldn't have laughed so hard. Well, I'm thinking of like I'm thinking of like the cartoon, like the old Rudolph cartoon. Yeah, know? well the cartoon's not gonna come out in my dream. Well, you had a glowing rat child, so Yeah, but I told you it was realistic. It wasn't a freaking cartoon. Oh, right, right. <laughs> 
I am sorry. I'm trying uh, to think of Santa. I don't know. Like you had a uh, who plays who just um. What's the? No, I was just thinking. What's the one where the guy turns into Santa Claus and that's Tim Allen? <laughs> <laughs> See, try and think of Santa's okay, on the spot. Tim Allen. Tim Allen. Tim Allen. Unless you the think guy. of another like chubby actor who you'd love to see as Santa. What's that lawyer guy from the states? Rudy. Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> just kidding. You would want a Rudy Giuliani. No, I'm joking. He's well, also. I think he's Jewish, so I don't think he would be. I think Santa. his license is gonna get pulled anyway, so then he can just become Santa. <laughs> he'll he'll need a second career option <gasps> after working for Trump. Oh Jesus, that's oh. That's oh, we got funny. political. We're only a few minutes in. And it's political. Yeah, but I mean, it's like Rudy Giuliani is Santa. Well, he's just. I don't know. I'm thinking of like Brendan Gleeson, and you're just like, what about that lawyer? <laughs> The guy that goes on and he looks like a, like an angry gerbil. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He also could have been the rat. <laughs> that would be some symbolism there for you. <laughs> okay. So. we I left. I left them you all. You left them all. I was mad. You're mad. Got director. You screwed up all your efforts. Yeah. Final segment of the dream. Okay. It's the next day. Oh, wow. I have a like professional development course to go to (laughs) (laughs) again i don't and i had to go to this building like and it was a adult learning like a classroom setting so again not i don't know if that would happen right now because of covid but we're there so i'm like (laughs) with a bunch of other professionals we're learning about i don't know some like teamwork bullshit exercise stuff and And you're you're like just what i saw yesterday yeah exactly (laughs) i was like i want a beer (laughs) it's christmas time but i was there i met some nice people we did some like and this is the thing the dream this part's very boring like we did some exercises the the whole like i'm talking to these people i'm getting you know like usual small talk like i would do when i go to a course like hey like who do you work for like what do you do like just this is what I'm doing in my dream. I'm socializing with all these people, which is what I would do regularly. It, making friends, I guess. So then finally this class is almost done. I'm like, oh God. And the teacher's like, final assignment. You have to go to a museum, which I don't know why that has anything to do with teamwork, but you have to go to a museum alone and write a paper on it. <laughs> <laughs> this is this whole entire course is about teamwork, but your final assignment is going to the museum alone. Actually, wait, maybe that does make sense because I had to go to the pirate museum. So pirates <laughs> <laughs> are very big on teamwork, though. Okay. In my mind, because well, the, there's a captain. Well, they did. I mean, <laughs> people people think pirates. People think pirates of the Caribbean, but a lot of the time I do as well. Well, people don't realize that, like. Uh, I, w- I was watching the British panel show QI on the BBC, and they were at, they they kind of talk about all these like misconceptions of facts, and, and one of them is that people think that old pirates were really lawless in real life, but a lot of the historical records show that pirates like they they literally ran tight ships, like you had jobs to do, you you were swabbing the deck, like everybody had to like pull their own weight. It wasn't just like lying on the sheets and drinking rum, like it was it was hard work to be a pirate, but yeah, they would raid and they you would, would have to and also like explorers as well of course like also i mean but like not pirate explorers but also just like explorers like they worked i'll never forget actually this is a good example we talked about 
is Ernest Shackleton was known like they use how he ran his crews um, as a lot of examples in HR because he was one of the few captains that had human resources on his ship. <laughs> yeah, no, but they're talking about the importance of morale. He had the highest morale of a crew that was go- literally going through hell mm. and how you keep up your team's morale and a lot of captains wouldn't do this. He would rotate out the good beds and the good equipment and the good, like he would share, like just because you were at the bottom of the totem pole, it didn't matter. So it was a lot about equality in the ship. And because of that, it actually helped them. It helped them get through some tough times, which is, it's just interesting. But. So there's, this this is a very valid HR lesson <laughs> in your dream about going yeah. to the pirate museum. Yeah. Well, oh yeah, I also looked up what going to a museum would mean. Okay, so... so It means, again, oh, it's like surprise good luck. Through a social contact is likely to follow very soon after the dream. If you go through a museum of any kind. So that one's a little more descriptive. That's interesting. Have you had a surprise social contact this week? With good luck? Yeah. Well, Kara just hooked me up with her Amazon account, so like... Well... (laughs) I say that's... I like... Hey, Kara, shout out. I like the free uh, TV and movies. (laughs) (laughs) We are... it It is nice. We are very thankful for having Amazon Prime... I don't know. I'll have to think on that one. It's it's it, there's some great symbolism in dreams, obviously. Um, so, you you go to the pirate museum. You had to study around. Is that how it all wraps up? Just about. I'm in the pirate museum. No one's there. So actually, I guess this is most like COVID friendly part of the dream. Nobody's there. It's empty. So I had the whole museum to myself. And it's like night at the museum, pirate version. Pretty much. It was a cool museum. Actually, I did. I think I kind of saw a ghost because I did see this woman, and I was like, "Hey, you!" Because I finally saw someone, and she's then she just kind of vanished. So I'm like, "Okay, whatever." Like, I guess I guess I'm I'm like, no biggie. Yeah, I was like, I guess I'll just keep going to this pirate museum. But then I heard a guy respond when I said I was like, "Hey, you!" And he was like, "Hey," and I was like, "Oh!" <laughs> so I thought, "Oh." So you're not alone. Yeah. So the the woman ghost like left. And then I'm like, okay, well, someone's got to be here. So I found this guy and he worked there. And I was like, oh, an employee, like, perfect. Maybe he could shed some light on this pirate business and make my paper a little easier for this course. And uh, he's just like, yeah, I'm really into, like, Greek pottery. (laughs) (laughs) He knew nothing about pirates. He knew nothing (laughs) about the museum he worked at. It makes me question if he even worked there. (laughs) I just pirate museum and he's just like yeah Yeah. i work at this pirate museum but i'm i'm into pottery greek pottery actually why am i working yeah he was so into it he like he created these amazing pieces and was putting them in the museum and i'm like does your boss know wait a minute 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 so he was creating things and then putting them in the museum so why would he just a, a random museum worker or possibly researcher making things be qualified to go into a museum. <laughs> Usually we're talking about historical artifacts. 
Yeah, but like his looked pretty legit. Like, <laughs> but that's fake. That's I fraud. Know. He's like, this is an ancient Greek pottery that I made two weeks ago. Well, and he even told me he made one. Like he did one of like his wife and kids. Like he painted them on, and like, and they're really nice. That's so, very nice. But is it ancient Greek pottery that deserves to be in a museum? In a pirate museum? In a pirate museum? It it fit in. Like it, <laughs> it fit in. He kind of had his own like little section, and that's where he was hanging out. Was with like his pottery wheel, and I, where I was like, "Hey!" And then he was like, "Hey!" And he was just kind of. <laughs> you want to see some uh, not really worthy of being in a museum pottery that I'm making? I thought it was pretty cool, and like no. you didn't have it at an art gallery. By all means. Yeah, but he works at a pirate museum. Like, what do you want him to do? <laughs> like, he can do it on his off time. Can't he just make the pottery and put it in an art gallery and say, I work at a museum. I'm really into ancient Greek pottery. <laughs> so I'm designing my own pottery to put in for sale in my own art collection. Yeah, I don't know. Well, like, everyone's got their own side hustle, hustles. But, like, at least he was, like... But he's not making any money putting it in a museum. Yeah. He's yeah. just making it and putting it on a shelf. He's not <laughs> He's not making any money off of that. He's being nice. I, like, he's I don't know. He's being nice. He's tricking people into thinking that he's doing great work. And it's pirate-related. <laughs> this is ancient history. Look at this. This is in a museum. This is ancient... It's not like it was that good of a museum. Like... <laughs> This was a pretty second-rate museum. Actually, this, this isn't a good museum. This, why are you there? This reminds me <laughs> of cheap. Are you sure you weren't just at like a Red Lobster? <laughs> they just bring up the toy chest. This wasn't a guy that actually makes. He, he's telling you, you just you just walked into a Red Lobster and you're like, you're like, hey, is this a pirate museum? And they're like, yeah, fuck, whatever. No, there was signs, but it, what it reminds me of actually is when I was in Salem, and there was a pirate museum there. Of course, yeah. Sure, and it wasn't that great of a museum. Like out of all the museums I had gone to on that trip, in Boston and Salem, it it was it was mediocre. So maybe <laughs> like not up to standard. I'm sorry, Pirate Museum of Salem, Massachusetts. I think that's very much what it reminded me of, where I was just kind of like, well, I'm just going to get my way through here and get this paper done. But yeah, that's basically how it ends, is him and I hang out for a bit, and I'm like, well, I gotta go. So I just kind of, <laughs> I worked my way through the rest of the museum and then peaced out. There's actually a really good pirate museum in Victoria, in British Columbia. Um, oh. I was there, I think I was in there with with Mike, my Mike Arsenal. And when we were touring around, we went to that museum, they had all these cool, like they had like some... Jolly Rogers. I think I thought it was like they had one of the Jolly Rogers that belonged to Blackbeard. When you said that, I thought of Jolly Ranchers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Guess what? Jolly Rancher Ranchers <laughs> would not belong in a museum, so therefore they would be in there. Maybe in my museum. Just like, just like your museum would just be random people that make stuff and go, "This belongs in a museum." <laughs> you have a pretty high opinion of yourself. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that means. I don't know. But that was basically it. I feel like overall solid dream. Like those that, that was a lot of good symbolism besides being jealous of the rats and like I think those were all good things. Jealous of the rat creature in Christmas time and just hanging out with the fraudulent Greek pottery man in the museum. Yeah, I hung out with my cousin, made fun of her kid. Like I think <laughs> But like the very the Christmas spirit was nice though. Like that was nice to wake up and I'm like, ah, it felt like Christmas for a bit. Well, that's a probably a first, a perfect spot to wrap up the inaugural episode of My Wife's Dreams. Bailey, thank you for sharing your fantastic dreams with us. No problem. And we hope to have many more. 
Sounds good. We'll see you next time. This has been My Wife's Dreams with your hosts, Craig and Bailey. They would like to say thank you for listening to their podcast, and they will see you next time. That would be the hosts of this show, Craig and Bailey. Ciao! Ciao!